This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are joined right now as we are each and every Wednesday by the Hall of Famer, our good friend. He is also uh, our senior Texans columnist on sportsradio610.com and gallerysports.com, John McClain. John? Today is a great day. Is today the best day in the history of the Houston Texans, John? Oh, I wouldn't say that. It was a great day when Gary Kubiak was hired and they announced it at the Moody Center downtown. It was packed with family and fans and friends, and they were terrible, and Gary was coming home after winning Super Bowls. He was a Houston native, but considering the state of the franchise today, and plus back then you didn't have social media like you do today. And D'Amico was one of the worst kept secrets I've ever seen. We knew he was coming there. We talked about it on the radio and our podcast and written and tweeted about it. But it's just such a natural fit. And a franchise has undergone so much turmoil. You think with the coaching changes with Easterby, with Watson, and now they seem to have cleared the deck to bring D'Amico back and and uh, everybody's so pumped about it. But to me, it's uh, since the greatest day in franchise history is when they announced the franchise. So I would say this is top three. Okay, uh, John, this is uh, was this frustrating for you because I know that uh, you were much more positive about this, and for good reason. Um, well, a lot of reports might have had Denver as the favorite um, or otherwise. Was it was it hard for you to to kind of see a lot of the stuff that was written out there? No, I don't care what anybody else puts out there. I only, I only can put what I think or hear or know. There's times I'll say something, and Sean will say, well, are you just predicting or do you know? And so I have to tell him, well, I wouldn't say it like that if I didn't know it. And so in this case, I'm so happy for him. A lot of people nationally don't have a clue about what where the Texans were the last two years. Didn't watch a game. No, no reason they should have. And it's easy to see why David Culley was fired. And Lovey would still be here if he had a better offensive coordinator. And he didn't. The offense was awful. The team was worse. And so they made the change. And I remember there was just so much negativity. Fire turned two coaches back-to-back, and both were uh, black. And now D'Amico – you know, once they interviewed Sean Payton, and they liked some other people like Jonathan Gannon. They liked Mike Kafka a lot. And Jero Jero, what's Denver? I can't pronounce his name. Jero Ivero. Jero Ivero. I got that right. So he, they liked some of those guys. But in their Zoom call with D'Amico, 
you know, they, they, it went great. That's the way both sides told me is it went great. And so the key was D'Amico had to convince Casario because Nick's the one that makes a decision that McNair's going to sign off. If Casario didn't want D'Amico, they're not going to make him hire him. And so it was, it's just a perfect fit. And everything D'Amico did in that interview from his staffing to the way he wanted to run the team, it blew them away. And so they started, they, they interviewed some others. They couldn't interview him uh, last week. And then they bring him in and, uh, and he was ready to go. And now everybody, of course, we're all interested in that offensive coach. God likes to see yet Bobby Slowick, whose dad was defensive coordinator for years. He's been a defensive coach. He's been with Kyle through three years at Washington. He's six with the 49ers. He was, Hired by Shanahan, same year as D'Amico, and he's uh, got a football background, and uh, he's only 35, and he knows that he knows Shanahan's system inside and out, and uh, I'm assuming if that's who D'Amico wants, they got to let him go uh, to be the coordinator. But there's a lot of candidates. D'Amico Ryan's is very respected around the NFL. First, as a player, the kind of player he was. A lot of players, uh, you know how word Seth word gets around among players yeah. in a lot of different ways. Not about a player or a coach, and everything about D'Amico is positive. And I think uh, money's not going to be an object on the staff. He'll get who he wants, assuming he can get him away from other team. And and there's a lot of competition. And then there's that report by Ian Rappaport that the Broncos made another late push with his agent Jimmy Sexton to try to get him, and D'Amico was zeroed in on the air. You know, once he canceled those other – postponed those other interviews and then never came back to him in Arizona and in Indy, and then there's different reports about whether they told uh, the Broncos. I was told that uh, that his, that Sexton did tell the Broncos, and so then you knew it was D'Amico. Yeah. John, you, you touched on it there, the, the – Denver dynamic and the reports about um, dueling reports. Ian Rappaport reporting that Denver tried to make a last-second run at D'Amico to try to try to get him in the fold, and then they they pivoted to Sean Payton. Uh, Adam Schefter shortly thereafter tweeting the opposite of that, saying they were always honed in in, in Denver on Payton and Houston on D'Amico. Uh, of those two, who do you believe? Do you believe that Denver made a late a late second run at D'Amico, or do you believe that? Uh, what Schefter's reporting. Well, first of all, when you hire a coach, of course you're going to leak it and put it out as much as you can publicly and privately that Rappaport's report was not true. You don't want to make it look to the fans like, well, we really wanted D'Amico Ryan's more. You don't want to embarrass Sean Payton, just like the report last week uh, from uh, Mark Maskey from the Washington Post. That that uh, that Sean Payton had a problem with one of the, the way it was run, and that was Greg Penner, the new CEO. Everybody knew he was talking about because he said everybody's going to answer to me, the head coach and the general manager, and he just is part of the ownership group. He's married to Rob Walton's daughter, who's also heavily involved. So, uh, Rappaport's came before the hiring, and then Schefter and all the Denver media were adamant that they wanted Ryan's because he had a great interview. And then once they figured he's going to Houston, 
they pivoted to Arbaugh, and then they came back to Peyton. Peyton was trying to get twenty to twenty-five million. When I saw Mike Florio put those numbers out there, I thought he was nuts. I thought he was trying to get twenty, and now the reports are he's quote unquote settled for sixteen to twenty. Belichick's the only one that makes twenty, so he's either way he's going to be second highest paid, tied for the highest or second highest paid. Even uh, Pete Carroll and Andy Reid don't make that kind of money. John, do you think there was any chance? I guess I, obviously you can't speak for D'Amico Ryan's. It just Sean and I were talking about this earlier. It feels unlikely that D'Amico, if the Texans had shown interest, maybe would have been as receptive last year as this year. It just feels like the 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 environment's different around the Texans. Is that fair to say? Well, it is. It, it was he wouldn't. What was the big pimple on the team last year when they were looking for a coach? He's a 230-pound quarterback. Oh, Jack Easterby. Yeah, that and too. So it two pimples. They had people. They will never. Nick Casario and the McNairs will never admit this. There were people they wanted to talk to last year, and he's uh no. And so now people are much more receptive. And uh, I think D'Amico could have had the Minnesota job. He said, "I need more seasoning, just like Ben Johnson." I. I kind of, I kind of like that. I think that shows a lot about a guy when he turns down a chance to be an NFL head coach because he realizes he needs more seasoning, and he certainly got it this season. It turned out to be a great decision because, you know, he he. I've been writing this is his dream job, and then he said it in that statement because they're building a house here, they got married here, they've got a home for wayward kids in Angleton, and Jamila's from here. And this is where he wanted to be. So it's just all worked out perfectly in the franchise. has only got one direction to go, but as we all know, they got to get the right offensive coordinator and play caller. And quarterback. <laughs> I mean, they got to get – Well, I'm confident they're going to get one of the two best quarterback prospects, so I don't – Now, what if D'Amico – D'Amico Ryans can do no wrong. What if he's art and he's already laid all this out in his in his Zoom call? But what if he says, Nick, I really like Jimmy Garoppolo. I would like to get Garoppolo and take Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Now, would the bloom be off the rose to do that with Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think they're gonna do that. But but they're gonna Casario's gonna do everything he can to do what D'Amico wants, and I think D'Amico knows if you look at 49ers, they invested heavily in the defensive line in the first round. They didn't have a first-rounder in the back, in the at linebacker or the secondary, and uh, they have two number ones. It's making me think now that second number one is not going to be a receiver like we want. Mm. Take a quarterback with the first one. Take a defensive lineman because there's some good pass run tackles out there so we can see that happen. John McClain joining us for his weekly visit, brought to you by HornSolutions.net. Uh, John, news just coming down within the last 30 minutes or so that Tom Brady, <laughs> I love the way ESPN is is couching this on their reports on SportsCenter. They're not saying Tom Brady is retiring. They're, every headline is, Tom Brady says he is retiring. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, that, like, that is the headline. Tom Brady says he is retiring. Well, he says he's retiring, but... Um, John, what are your thoughts on uh, – because you're part of the Hall of Fame selection committee. Um, so now J.J. Watt and Tom Brady are retiring in the same class here. 
Is there anything you can do? Uh, I mean, I would hate to see J.J. not be a first ballot guy, but can you maybe fix it so J.J. goes in a different year so we're not up there in Canton with a whole bunch of drunk Patriot fans? Can you do that for us? No. Unfortunately, going to be there with a whole bunch of drunk Patriot fans, and my mission first is to help Andre Johnson. Yeah. And we'll find out next Thursday on the NFL Honors Show if he made it in his second year of eligibility. And I can tell you this, Andre and Reggie Wayne and Torrey Hall all have Hall of Fame numbers. And what I would hate to see is the way it used to be with Swan and Stallworth for years. They canceled each other out. Mm. But there's going to be a bunch of drunk Patriot fans there, and I'm guessing there's going to be a bunch of drunk Texans fans there as well. And uh, I – I uh, Brady now make more money going to Fox where he makes $37.5 million a year, and I'm guessing he'll be part of this Super Bowl coverage. May not be in the sideline or the he'd probably be the studio or doing features on the quarterback, sitting down interviews, but he's got to start earning that $37.5 million. Yeah, yeah. John, what's the uh... – Who's, who's going to be the who's, who's gonna be these other coaches uh, out here? It feels like we're getting late in the process now um, that we're in February and there's still openings. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of coordinators, but I'm assuming D'Amico's going to want and I'm somebody. Sorry, John, the I'm other, talking about the, 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 the Colts and otherwise, yeah. yeah. So uh, Arizona. Well, first of all, let's go to Indy. Who, who is Jim Irsay not interviewed? Is there a candidate you. to where he wakes up and he goes, oh, we haven't interviewed him. Let's do it. They've interviewed more candidates for that job than anybody I've ever seen. And if they, there's, there's a petition and a movement up front in Indy by fans, don't hire Jeff Saturday. Oh, it's no amazing. Way. Are you serious? Jeff Saturday's such a pop, such a popular guy, great player in the franchise. Nobody wants him as head coach. So there's nobody that they say you got to hire like D'Amico. But man, if they, if he elevates Jeff Saturday after interviewing all these other prospects, fans up there are just going to be hysterical. And as far as Arizona, they've interviewed a bunch of people too. They're still doing it. And, uh, the, the media in Arizona is starting to rip Michael Bidwell because they don't have anybody submerged as a front runner, and they've interviewed a lot too. But man, Jim Mercer is just getting it. Oh, oh man, it's so much fun watching other teams struggle with their head coaching search. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. After the last two years, this is so fun. <laughs> uh, John McClain, he is a Hall of Famer. He's our senior Texans columnist, SportsRadio six ten dot com. John, you and I are going to record our mailbag episode a little later on this morning. H O U mailbag at gmail.com if you uh, want to shoot us a question. I would imagine it's going to be a pretty D'Amico-heavy mailbag episode that John and I are going to record a little later on this morning to drop later this week, the Utopia Football Podcast. What else you got going on, John, in your various uh, platforms? SportsRadio610.com, I have a column about D'Amico, how it all came about, uh, beginning with the Zoom interview and what was going on with the McNairs and Casario. Afterward, and I have, I came back last night from my trip to uh, the Floridian and Mr. October Foundation's benefit. I've got videos, columns on that. And I'm about to write one on uh, the offense, what it's going to look like and who it could be. Guys, I appreciate you having me as always. Thank you. 
Happy days are here again. Yeah, no doubt. I'll talk to you a little later on this morning, John. Appreciate you. John McClain, the Hall of Famer, joining us. I can tell you, when he's writing these columns about the Zoom calls and D'Amico and things like that, I nobody's more plugged in on both sides of this thing yeah. in the market, on the D'Amico side and the, the team side, uh, than John McClain. I can, I can just tell you that uh, from having gone through this search the last couple weeks with him so it's been uh it's been nice to have 12 hours of not having to talk myself into something so uh, it, i don't know the uh, the last two off seasons i've spent much of my day kind of trying to talk myself into things like well if this happens and then this happens i guess that it could and then and then i mean you know it could be that david cully has just been holding out on everybody all these years and uh yeah sure they could they could pull it off yeah you do they could win six games you they could. <laughs> you are uh i don't know if people realize that like you you do arrive at a place of optimism with a lot of this stuff i remember yolo bill you you coined yeah, the phrase, like Yolo, Yolo, Bill. Yolo Bill after he traded DeAndre and Yolo layers Bill and is, layers of players. I'll tell you what, Yolo Bill is better than Yolo Davis Mills. Yolo <laughs> Davis, I respect I respect Davis Mills for giving Yolo Davis Mills a whirl, but I realized pretty quickly, like, okay, you're not cut out for this. You're like you are an internet dance video of uh <laughs> That's great. That kid outside the that kid outside the gas station that was like doing the Charleston in yes. his blazer or whatever that was. That's uh that's Davis. Davis Mills trying oh, to man. trying to free freelance out on the football field. That's yeah. tremendous. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 